Wow. Whoa. They picked the Florida corner. Wow, over Booth and Kyler Gordon. Cornerback, though. Cornerback. Welcome to this very special edition of the Buffalonian Podcast. I am Joe Kelly, and as always, I'm joined by Dom Loss and Mike Marino. And the Bills have just made their first round draft pick. They traded up to pick 23 for Kair Elam, a cornerback out of Florida. CBS gives it a B-plus grade. Um, only, only suggestion is he needs to learn how to tackle a little better, but Brandon Bean, once again, in Bean we trust, showed his aggression, traded up, and went for what he wanted. What do you What do you guys think? I, I just think the board really fell corner for the Bills. Um, we know we've talked a little bit about corner being their biggest need, and maybe they pick BPA. But you know, we, how, how the draft went. You know, uh, Green and Johnson going back to back picks really took out the interior offensive line that we possibly caught. Obviously, Brees Hall was kind of just smoke in the fire, and then obviously the round wide receivers really took that also out. So it just seemed corner was the natural. Uh, selection and just mattered, you know, what guy they were going to pick at that point. Yeah, maybe they saw that the Chiefs took McDuffie and thought maybe a run at uh, corner was about to happen. So they figured we're going to try to go get our guy before uh, someone else makes a trade to get him. Right, and um, picking right after them was Dallas, and cornerback was a, a target for them at one point, wasn't it? I believe so. I mean, I always just thought Dallas was going to draft offensive tackle, So, mm-hmm. I, but I think they were scared that other teams behind them may jump them. Um, obviously, with you know McDuffie getting traded up for a twenty-one, I think they sh- you know that shook them a little bit. Obviously, twenty-two with the Packers, they didn't really need a corner, so I don't think they were afraid of the Packers. But at twenty-three, you know, Baltimore's already traded. You know, has been you know traded for you know players in this draft already. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're not afraid know, to make a move so far. They're always afraid, not afraid to trade down like like the Patriots are. So I think they were afraid that some team might offer them a pick to go ahead of them and draft a cornerback and. You know, the trade for the Bills, you know, they trade 25 and 130, which is the fourth I'm not upset pick. about that. I think that's a pretty good trade. Yeah, for to sure. go, go up two spots, secure your guy. I, yeah. As I'm saying, I don't I don't think Dallas was necessarily like they had to get ahead of Dallas. I think it was teams behind them may try to jump them because they know that the Bills are interested in a cornerback. Right, and they know that's the one thing our team needs to really complete that defense. You know, like, I mean, Tredavious White comes back, and we have a solid depth there now i believe you know like i mean i don't i nice that could be a real nice pairing for the future yeah Elon can develop right exactly and i mean like i'm speaking very optimistically here like elam's gonna really turn out but i mean i'm hoping for the best you well, know well espn had him as their fifth ranked cornerback obviously booth was still on the board who i liked but um obviously they really like elam as we talked about like as a pickup well was... you gotta think the draft is unpredictable everyone loved josh rosen all the buffalonians wanted josh rosen and then we draft josh allen and Look at where Rosen is now. You never know how things are going to turn out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it really could go anywhere. Um, Elam could be worlds better than Booth if Booth gets drafted down the. You know what I mean? Like you, you have no idea how it's going to turn out. But well, I also think well, Mel, Mel Kiper Jr. made a good point that he was very good in 2020. He went up against you know good competition. The SEC obviously is battle tested. 21 years, doing kind of a knee injury, so he had a little bit of a down year. But you know, 
we've talked about this really at nauseum that the Bills have done a fantastic job of developing cornerbacks throughout mm-hmm. their time in the McDean era. Obviously, you know, Travis was a 27th overall pick. Dane Jackson's now a solid cornerback. He was a 7th round pick. Obviously, Levi was undrafted. Yeah. Uh, you know, Terry Johnson, I believe, was a 4th round pick out of Weber State. Now he's a good one of the best nickels in the league. And they've had multiple guys, you know, Rashad Wild Goose, uh, I think Nick McLeod was on draft last year. Those guys developed in the the preseason games where they got end up getting claimed in the season. So they've done a fantastic job. I mean, EJ Gaines has a breakout year just veteran-wise as well. So the Bills have done a fantastic job developing corners. I don't see this as any, you know, difference. I think I think they're going to do a good job. Elam, you know, going to fit in nicely as the CB2. We're going to see, I mean, obviously with Trey being injured, I actually think this is a fantastic opportunity for him to possibly get CB1 reps against Stephon Diggs in training camp. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I think, you know, Tredavious White is going to be, honestly, while he's on the bench healing, a great word in the ear. You know what I mean? Like a little coach, if you will. You know, it'll get him going. Yeah, plus Elam's only uh, 20 years old right now. Turns 21 on May 5th. Wow. So being young, he's going to have a lot of time to develop. And we're, we can hopefully have him for the long haul. Yeah, I think Bean's spoken a lot about how you know he does he doesn't make picks to go completely all in. You know, there's some potential. You know, with Rousseau. You know, right? He doesn't go for the college all star. He goes for the work WIP work in progress. And mm-hmm. honestly, I think that's the better way to go about it because people are humble like that. They want to work for it, and that's what the Bills are all about, pretty much. You know, blue collar city. Josh Allen, fifty two percent completion percentage out of college. You know, not not necessarily top tier. Pick. I don't. I, do you remember what they graded his pick by any chance? I believe a C. A C. And look at you know top top five quarterback in the NFL in total now. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see how Elam turns out. Um, I do. I I might I might give it an A minus. I I don't know. I I do like Elam a lot. I'll give it a. I'll give it a. Like I don't. You know, B plus A minus in yeah. that range. I don't think it's. I don't think. I think. I don't think I, it's stellar, but I, I don't think it's a, a a bad pick. It's not an EJ no. Manual, if you will. I, I don't think we were reaching for a need. I think it fell perfectly where we needed it to be. Yeah, and I, Brandon I, Bean went I, and I got agree what with we that needed. To an extent, I think it was they wanted to draft a corner for a need, but then it felt like the board fell to them where they weren't reaching per se. Yeah. But, I mean, this guy was the thirty second ranked player in ESPN's board. Probably around there for everyone else's, and that's you know he's a top five corner back at his position. It's not like they, you know, drafted like uh, Roger McCree from Auburn or that uh, Taquan Woodley, yeah, from you know University of Texas San Antonio who just flew up because of the combine. So they didn't they didn't reach on talent. This is a good pick. I just don't think it's an A plus pick because I like Booth more than Elam. But mm-hmm. again, I think this is a good pick. I think you know we've talked. It'll about be it. interesting to see his development. This is the, this is the mo- one need that you know we thought the Bills probably have. And now now that they traded the fourth round pick, they could just pick you know p- the positions they want. They have luxury picks now. I think right. The, they don't have to draft now a cornerback now throughout. They just draft whoever they want. Yeah, and it's the depth is still so deep. You have all the running backs still. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's ridiculous. Like this is going to be a very interesting rest of the. The draft, I think. Well, also as as you know, we said in the last pod that Ian Rapport said that they don't expect a running back to go in the first round unless it's probably Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if Buffalo's not taking one, you'd expect possibly. You know, we'll see here at the end of this draft at the end of the night what happens. But you assume that the whole class of running backs are still available in the second round. So if they like a guy like Brees Hall, like they were, you know, implying to that they still potentially could trip and get him. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll be back with more of the special edition of the Buffalonian podcast right after this.
Here at the Buffalonian Podcast, we are looking for sponsorships to take our podcast to the next level. Um, if you are interested, feel free to follow us on Instagram at Buffalonian underscore pod and um, DM us any information. And our email is also in the description as well for any business hearings. And also, if you're just listening and would like to comment or ask questions or have us talk about something, a topic on the next show, feel free to DM us and uh, let us know. And if it fits in with the next episode, we will for sure get to it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. We are back, and uh, we had just finished up the first round of the NFL draft, and it's been nothing short of spectacular. Um, just pace, a couple more. Pace. Yeah, very fast, very fast compared to years past. Feels like guys sure. usually sitting there till twelve thirty in the uh, night. Yeah, no. It, this is, you know, normally at eleven thirty-eight, we're sitting watching the twentieth pick. Now exactly. we're now we're already on round two. But um, just a couple more thoughts uh, on Elam a little bit. Um, Dom, what do you have for us? So I'll give a shout out to my brother Jeremy. He made the good point to me uh, while we were waiting for the first round to end that uh, Bean said that this was his last grade first round player. And you know, before the draft, uh, we talked. Uh, Bean talked to the media and said they have about low twenties uh, players grade in the first round. So obviously, Elam was the last of those bunch. And you know, just that just shows you why they traded up. They wanted to be aggressive. He was their guy. You know, he said to Bean in, in the lunch when they met for the top 30 prospects that he wants to be great. He wants to know why they liked him. They, he, wants, he wants to know how he can improve. What did Trey White do to get where he is as an all-pro corner? So mm-hmm. I think that's a He's great... He's got the drive. That's a great sign. He has the hardworking mentality they're looking for. He's fast. He has good size at 6'2". Um, you know, as Mike said earlier, that he's 20 years old, so he's definitely uh, a lot of potential to grow. And, um, you know, just a, one quick thing I do want to bring up is that some people are complaining about that they just kind of threw away the fourth-round pick, but... I'm not know, crying. But, I'm not crying. You know, we, talk, we, we talked already how they wanted to make sure they didn't get jumped. This was their guy, the last pick they had. And, you know, if you look at years, you know, especially last year's draft in day three, you know, the Bills really, you know, didn't get a lot of protection from day three, and it's more about quality about over quantity at this point. Right, Mike? Yeah, I mean... I think at this point, we're not looking just for how many guys we can get. We're looking for how many impact guys we can get. And a fourth-round pick, you're not necessarily getting that day-one impact player. You're getting more of a guy that's that's a project. So you look like last year, we had guys uh, like DeMar Hamlin, who's been a backup so far. We have uh, Marquez Stevenson, who's been mainly just a special team returner. And then even like Rashad Wild Goose and Jack Anderson, they got uh, claimed by other teams, and then they were kind of just reserve roles. So... I'm not saying you can't hit on those late round picks. Like we got a Milano in the fifth round. Uh, we've gotten impact players before, but it's rare. Like you're not looking for that impact player late round, so it's not that big a deal. That if we feel Elam was the guy we really wanted, that's why we needed to trade up. Like you can't expect everyone just to fall to you. Yeah, and it goes to the point of this team is very close to the Super Bowl, and they're just a piece or two away. And obviously, you want to hit your, all your picks out of the park. You know, it's really important with the salary cap where they are that they do that so they have cheap contracts. But to get a cornerback that they like in the first round so they have the fifth-year option, I think just adds a lot of value. Yeah, and one that supposedly wants to, you know, be here. He's asking mm-hmm. questions. How did Tredavious White, you know, yeah. do what he did? Like, that's someone who's curious and he respects the process and, you know. That's I who think, we want. Yeah. We want that's a, like that. Yeah, we don't want. No, like, you know, Booth is better, but he'd be a, you know, 
guaranteed, you know, go in right away. This guy's going to have to work for it, and yeah. I'd rather have that kind of a guy on a team. Plus, think about it. Like, we still, I know Trey's not going to be there to start the year, but we still have him as our number one. Like, Elam's yeah. not going to be a number one. He's going to be a no. number two. They'll yeah. probably And they have Dane Jackson. Yeah. Exactly. Do you think they'll have to fight for number two? Um, or do you think it'll yeah, be? Yeah, obviously the competition we've always been stating how they love competition. I wouldn't also be surprised if they don't add some kind of veteran corner, like a Kyle Fuller or someone like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, later just, in the season after the cuts and all that. Well, yeah. just because you know, watch Tra- that post June first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because Trey might not, you know, be back till October, so you probably don't want just having your corners be Dean Jackson, Cam Lewis, and Kyrie Elam. You probably want another veteran in the room. Not James Brad. I don't think they need James Bradbury now after this move, but a lower kind of veteran guy that's going to come in and be a good leader as well and be able to play a little bit until Trey gets back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what are we looking at for? The rest of the draft, pick wise, where are, where are we picking? So we got uh, tomorrow, we got fifty seven and eighty nine. So that's one in the second, one in the third, and then Saturday we got rid of the hundred thirtieth pick. So we have one sixty eight, one eighty five, two hundred three, and two thirty one. So we still have a decent amount of picks. Yeah, I'm left. not really worried about losing that fourth fourth round pick. I, yeah, I mean, and like, and like I can we, understand why people can be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I, Plus, it's not like we really need. To fill any uh, holes right now, we're just looking for the best player available at all these picks, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of players on the board that can intrigue the Bills. Obviously, you know, we talked about Brees Hall a lot. He's still on the board. All the running back, no running back got taken in the first round, so all Kenneth Walker. I know, they're all still on the board. It's absolutely insane. You know, if you're a James Cook guy, Isaiah Spiller guy, you know, all those running backs will be available. Obviously, Christian Watson didn't get picked, even though yeah. Mel Kiper Jr. was really begging a team to pick them, like the Packers. Well, if we if we end up with Brees Hall, I mean, people say we win the draft. Like, with you know what I mean? Like, it, it's 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 going to be very interesting to see where these running backs really start to go, you know, where they where people pick them quite frequently. Well, there's probably, I, I would assume that there's going to be a run at one point. Like, yeah. we saw with the wide just receiver. Non-stop. Yeah, the, just nonstop. Like, what we saw backs. at the interior offensive lineman. I assume a corner run's probably going to be coming soon with Gordon, McCreary, and Booth all being available. I think that's going to happen at one point. And quarterbacks, obviously there's only one quarterback that was taken. So. Yeah, but then again, you really only have one other decent quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, uh, There's not too many that are notable. Yeah, I, I, I just think there's a lot of you know, players that I don't... Positions that I don't think the Bills are interested in picking, like quarterback. Right. But, you know... There's a lot of players available that the Bills can pick and possibly trade up for him. We've seen Bean before. Obviously, he traded up today, but yeah. we've, we've seen him in the second. He's round. He's got a history now. We've seen him in the second round trade up. You know, we, we see, obviously Cody Ford and Zay Jones aren't great examples because those players unfortunately did not work out. But he's obviously you know willing to trade up in the draft, and he's, we still have draft capital to move up. Yeah, I feel like at this point you'd have to trade up into the draft because um, if you want to secure that top end running back not where they're starting to fade out you know like where people are picking them i think i think there's a few good running backs like Brees hall is good i like kenneth walker uh i like isaiah spiller i think even james cook like those four guys i think would all the bills because split with singletary and then we still have duke johnson and then if moss is still on the team like we don't need a, a workhorse back like we just need someone a complimentary back. exactly no i i completely agree and honestly looking at our running backs um I think Singletary is going to have a breakout season. I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. I don't think people give him enough credit. They're always like, draft a running back, release Singletary, trade him. I, I don't think that's going to have to happen. I think we're going to have a solid running game this season. Well, I think he's going to come out. I think they want to move on from Zach Moss. Um, you know, it's been a while since 
the Bills have had a very athletic running back. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, people go all the way back to Thurman Thomas. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, CJ Spiller is pretty athletic, but you know, Singletary is a four-six-six guy. Moss is more of a power back. Obviously, Duke Johnson more of a receiving back. So, you know, it wouldn't be surprised me if they add a, a back that has a little bit more athletic, a little more high-end burner speed, breakaway speed per se. Yeah, yeah. and plus they can target uh, some wide receivers for that too. Like I know Sky Moore's athletic. Yeah, yeah I know John Mechie. He's coming off an uh, injury, I believe, but still, mm-hmm. he could be someone that they can uh, target. Yeah, I just, I just think you know the Bills pick corner. I think that was kind of you know somewhat expected of how the draft went. So it's going to be you know hopefully more positive things happen. Hopefully, a lot of quarterbacks get taken early and all that. So then you know the Bills, you know maybe with fifteen picks left, they decide to trade up, and it's not as big of a price because all the, there was a run on quarterbacks. There's a run on cornerbacks that they've already gotten. Yeah, and honestly, I'm excited to see how the rest of this plays out because it's been a very quick-paced, exciting first round, and, uh, you know, I feel like the rest of the, you know, round two, three, four, et cetera, they're going to follow suit. I feel like we're going to – it's going to be very interesting to see where things fall. There's not there's not that many holes left. It's just all about filling out, you know – Depth. Depth at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, just getting those backup guys. Getting quality players, as we've yeah. talked about. Plus, you know, we still got to look at the undrafted free agent market. Yeah. Like, look who we picked up over the past years. You know, you got Levi, you got a Justin Zimmer. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, well, that's going to do it for the first special edition of the Buffalonian Podcast. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Happy draft day, and, of course, go Bills, baby. Go Bills. <laughs>